0: This week on Invasion of the Podcast, Joe is mad at Marvel. And we're heading down to South Park to have ourselves a time. And I quiz Joe to see if knowing is really half the battle. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon, the arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen. I think something is happening.
1: Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of attention!
0: It's the invasion
1: of the podcast. The whole
0: world is under attack. Can it survive? And welcome to Invasion the Podcast, where we're taking over the world one listener at a time. I am Paul. No, Kitty. Stedman. And to my left is Joe. Hey, I thought this was America. (laughs) Peters. I'm glad I was a Randy line. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So um, we're going to have a lot of of, uh, fun heading down South Park. Uh, Talk about that here later. Um, But let's just... uh, I got to say here real quick... um, this weekend, even though I, all I did was play a bunch of World of Warcraft, because that's all I do now, is I feel I feel like whatever they've done to make the questing in that game feel like it just keeps going on and on and on, that really goes against my instincts of playing this game, where I'm like, I'm going to finish this area. What do you mean there's six more quests? And it's just, I just... The completionist in me doesn't let it go, and I end up playing like another two hours. It's the worst
1: for completionists. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, I did go out. I'm not like that. Like, it's so funny (laughs) because like I'll get some. I'll get to a point. Like, I think when I hit 110, I'm like, like there were like three quests on my thing. I'm like, don't care, don't care, don't care. (laughs) I don't need you anymore. (laughs) Well, it's like last
0: night I was playing and I I was doing one like the last zone and thinking, well, okay, I'll do this quest. And I go running through this area and I see an exclamation point and I'm like, I'll go see what this is about. An hour and a half later. I go and want to, uh, I didn't realize it was the beginning of a story chapter and how you go through like all these different segments mm-hmm. and then I finished it and I'm like I didn't even get to the freaking guy I wanted to get to to begin with oh, so man. it's still out there like taunting me and I'm like it was just like yeah. it was so bad I'm like oh I just saved this entire civilization from from problems but I didn't go turn in this message I had to give to somebody. Yeah, so I'm way more proactive in my fake life than I am in my real life. Let's just put it that way. Because <laughs> if it was real life, I'd be like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't have time for that. I'd just c- c- go right on by. The whole world could be burning. I'm like, I got one job to do, then I'm going home, and then I'm going to go play video games. So anyway, mm-hmm. just want to mention real quick, I, uh, I got to see a movie this weekend that, uh, um, that I'd read about, and it was uh, really bizarre, called The Phantom of the Paradise. It was from the 70s. Uh, Brian De Palma wrote and directed it. All reason I mention it is because it's a musical, but uh, this movie bombed so bad when it came out that there's only one market was successful in, and I read all about this. This film uh did really well in Winnipeg, Canada for a number of months once it was released. And no one could explain why Winnipeg was like the best market for this musical that's like, weird. Yeah. And the, I'd
1: like to see like some research market research on certain places that have like way better success than others. It, that, it, that are it, inexplicable it, like that. It was like
0: the only market that was profitable, so it stayed. And I guess like whenever the soundtrack was released, like two hundred thousand copies sold just in the Winnipeg area itself. Like so, like there was this big fascination with the Phantom of the Paradise just in Winnipeg. It was just a, it's just one of those things that you can't explain. It it just happened to be so interesting. Movie, a lot of fun. I uh, I just I just wanted to mention it. Um, If people have not had a chance to to see that, go check out the trailer. It is bizarre. It came out before Rocky Horror, and it's really weird. Just like It makes more sense for Rocky Horror, and I can just feel hmm. Mary wanting to punch me through the door as I say that. But so, anyway, so, so. Uh, yeah, really big in Winnipeg, so I was just really happy about that. So, anyway, that's that's what I did this weekend. Oh.
1: Yeah, cool. you did nothing? I work every weekend, dude, <laughs> so I never have anything interesting going on. I, uh, I wouldn't say it was interesting. I'm just saying that's what I did. No, yeah, it was uh, – I watched – I watched a couple of movies. That's about it. I watched The Nice Guys, which was really good. Like if you're Shane Black fans, then uh, I definitely check it out. Um, and I watched The Killing Joke. So, so yeah, you were telling me about that. How how was that? The Killing Joke. Yeah, it was good. Like I've read The Killing Joke, and it, it definitely captured a lot of the uh, um, the essence of the comic. Uh, and it was kind of it was kind of unnerving to see some of it again too. Um, like. If if you've never read The Killing Joke, it 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 takes place and it basically is a story about the Joker, um, just raining hell on the Gordon family. Like he he literally. Uh, I don't really want to ruin it. Like I think. I well, think, yeah, I mean, if people don't know. Yeah, that I story think line, yeah, he, okay. it's a good story. But like, even the ending is kind of weird and good at the same time. Like it, they stayed true to it, and I think they felt it felt very Alan Moore. Um, you know, like just. You know, all the way up into the ending, it didn't seem like a, like a normal, like like just the dialogue that the Joker and Batman have. And it's one of the iconic stories because you really start to learn more about their relationship and how complicated and, and, and serious it is. But uh, you also kind of learn what I feel is the Joker's true backstory, which is still shrouded in a little bit of mystery where he's a failed uh, stand-up comedian. And he goes to do some stuff, and he's the Red Hood temporarily, and I don't know. It, it, it's good. It's definitely worth a look. It's it's, a, it's an R-rated uh, animated feature. Um, and Kevin Conroy does Batman, and Mark Hamill does Joker, so it was like the last time they got him back together, hmm. and it was pretty cool. So That's actually something
0: we're going to get to news in a second, I forgot. Alan Moore's announced his retirement from comics. That was one of the pieces of news. He just re- announced, really? Yeah, he's going to finish up a couple of books he's working on. He said, I'm kind of done with this. Wow. He's like, anything else I do... I feel like, you know, it wouldn't be fair to the fans that it would be, you could tell that'd be me repeating myself. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go venture off into movies. Cause he's like, he's like, clearly I have no idea how those work. That's kind of, I think that's kind of his own dark humor about how he hates all the movies based on his work. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I think he's done with comics. So that would be really cool if he did a movie. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't see it happening only because I could see him just telling people to go F themselves <laughs> as soon as like like studios and producers get involved because like yeah. like somewhat like he makes a
0: movie and then they make a comic based on it and he hates the comic version of it
1: that would be funny <laughs> <laughs> he's like so i really w- hate this comic i'm gonna make it better into a movie yeah so um, anyway
0: yeah that's i forgot to but like that we were talking about coming up with news stories tonight and i'm like oh yeah that happened so i think it was important to mention yeah. so um yeah we should just
1: go ahead and get let's into, just get yeah. into news because yeah. we, we did a spoiler news <laughs> everyone. I always love that our news intro is probably our most like serious sounding sound effect. Yeah, it's just like, oh we're here. We we're just here. Just, yeah. It's like let's oh, just check well, out the
0: traffic copter
1: right now. Tra- How's it going over there? Tr- in a- Triple H in the Nacho helmet. Yeah. yeah. That's good.
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um I'm constantly living in terror that uh that I since I've set up my my office a different way now like, my, for some reason, my older computer, which I think it's acting out now, I think it recognizes the superiority of the new computer. So, so often it's just like, oh, you think you're recording, huh? So it does this thing where it looks like it's like a kinked garden hose where it just like stops and then you just see it record everything all at once. So hopefully it sounds okay, but it terrifies me that we're not recording. And I'm yeah. just like, oh no, well, we can yeah. always
1: go back and fix it. We we have we can we can fix it. You guys, you can never tell. <laughs> <laughs> we're so good.
0: Anyway, sorry. Um, so anyway,
1: uh, Chris Chris Matson announced his retirement from uh, Blizzard Entertainment, and uh, this guy is the driving force behind the company's stories, um, pretty much for the whole franchise uh of like you know starcraft diablo warcraft uh overwatch everything so um like he started with the company back when he was in his 20s and like i read his little kind of goodbye and it was kind of like it it, it made me feel sad and like I, i'm gonna be honest like i like chris metzen wasn't like on my radar as like you know somebody that i kind of like knew as an individual from that company I mean, I knew that that one of that a lot of the people that are the developers at that company do a lot of the voiceover acting, which he does the voiceover acting of Thrall. Um, well, he was always the one that, like, when he had BlizzCon or
0: anything, he was always, like, the guy first out on the stage mm-hmm. and got everybody hyped. And it's almost like you look at this guy and be like, is he part of a video game company or is he is he an opening act for a rock band? That's kind of the way he carried himself. And yeah. it's just he was always passionate, always excited. And the fact that he says he's retiring from video games – is very telling to me because it seems like a lot of people were we're going to mention this a second they leave Blizzard and they go off and do other things. Right. And he's like I'm not doing
1: that. I'm just going to go He's just going to retire. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I can see, you know, somebody surfacing and they get bored after a few years. But um I mean I just I just want to give him kudos because I we're big fans of that company and a lot of stuff they produce. He's pretty much the figurehead of the creativeness of it. Like uh, we yeah. wouldn't have any of the world that he created without it. And like you know, aside from us fanboying out about Blizzard, um, I think as an individual, uh even for geeks, you know, he has had the dream. Um he started out as you know, he he didn't know what he was doing, joining this this, this software game development company. And even like on his post that he he, he had like he had talked about like he he joined them as a writer and like the only thing he had done before was, was like run D and D games, which you know I you know speaks to me a lot because I, I that's what I do, and it was kind of like resonating to me and I was just like wow this guy basically took something that he was passionate about and creating worlds like what you do in Dungeons and Dragons, and then he ended up using that to create a uni- t- multiple universes of video games for a lot of people. Yeah, and he made he made um, at least in terms of like
0: warcraft very flexible that you could have uh, numerous genre elements in there and it all kind of makes sense yeah like it's you know high fantasy like you know steampunk type stuff
1: like it's all in there you know i remember when i was playing wow in the beginning and then they slowly started to slip steampunk stuff in there i was kind of like really i'm like this is coming into fantasy i'm like okay i'm accepting of it i can i can get into that like there's gnomes and goblins that tinker and make things so it kind of like Pave the way a little bit, but, um, you know, and he's 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 I think he's like what forty three, yeah. He's forty three years old and he's retiring. I think his net worth is like ten million. Yeah, <laughs> like like good for him for like you know going to a company that and and, and writing and creating make believe space worlds and make believe fantasy worlds and and basically creating uh, everything t- millions of people love.
0: Well, then I also it's almost like a George Lucas effect where exactly he had an idea and then. Like, the, the, was it um, Greg Street? I was going to mention him as well. He was part of Blizzard for a while, and he went off to do uh, join Riot Games, which we're going to talk about League of Legends here in a second. Yeah. Um, they asked him on Twitter today. They said, hey, what's your memories of Chris, Chris Metzen? And he gave, like, like, three or four stories. But the one thing he said that he would remember being in a boardroom with him, and there would just be this look he would get on his face as he's, like, looking off the distance. And it's, like, at that point in time, you knew he was coming up with something great. So you could almost imagine that moment of pause, like, guys, I got it. You almost know, just, just wait for it, you know. So it's like yeah. I that is a very cool environment, you know. And uh so I yeah, I mean him walking away, I'm sure it's one of those things like um, I've seen over the course of the ten years that, that World of Warcraft's been around, um, people that you like that you know that are moderators or people that speak to the um, the gamers in general as they move on. Everyone's like, Oh, Warcraft's dead. That's it. Yeah. I think there's uh um like Brian Holinka is still there. I think people they're the next man up and they're developing that talent and like they've, they fostered such a great environment that having someone like uh, Metzen leave is big, but it's not, it's not the end of the world of Warcraft, you know? So (laughs) the end of the
1: world of Warcraft. Yeah.
0: Talk about South park right there. That's a reference.
1: Yeah. And I mean, yeah, which we'll get into It's I mean, that's, that's, that's a big thing too, that, that Blizzard uh, allowed them to do an episode. And we'll get into that in the, into the, the South park section. But, um, uh, Speaking of Gre- uh, Greg Street and League of Legends, like League of Legends just announced that they hit a um, hundred million active players across the globe.
0: This the, the estimates like that's like one percent of the world's population. One percent
1: of the world's <laughs> population plays League of Legends. Yeah, um, which League of Legends is a is a massive online battle arena game, much like uh, Dota and Heroes of the Storm.
0: Which uh, League of Legends originated from from Dota, which was a mod in Warcraft. The RTS. Yeah. So, like, in essence, Warcraft created the MOBA, and then when the MOBA got refined, they're like, we want to take that and now turn it into Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Like it's just like it's this weird snake eating its the, the tail, you know? Like, uh, but um, but Greg Street was part, you know, part of uh, Blizzard. Take took his his vision to to Riot, and then also I know people that were uh, that worked with uh Diablo. Some of those guys went off and made Torchlight. So like, there's like yeah. you see all of this wonderful creativity coming out from people that have been exposed to the the the, the way Blizzard likes to do things and so yeah I mean also I mean because opportunities for someone else to come forward you don't know who's, who's next and what yeah. they're going to do um, but it's one of those things again I know I've talked about on the show a lot of times appreciate the people that make the things you love even if you don't like you couldn't I, I could I could point Chris Metzen out in a group of people, but not everybody could um, just so it's I, like, I couldn't. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things. You it's know? like you didn't you if I walk you walked right by him. It's like this guy is responsible for bringing you so many hours of entertainment and you don't even know, right. you know? So it's like, I appreciate your heroes while they're here, and then they didn't
1: even realize he is a hero, you know? Like, he isn't, like, you know... He's your modern... He's very modern-day, like, George Lucas, very, you know, shaped things um, that you love, and and, you, and it's like a lot of people don't think about, like, stuff that, they, that they're huge fans of that, like... um you know, like I'm trying to think like somebody who's a big Doctor Who fan, not like a hardcore Whovian, but like if like Stephen Moffat was like in line in front of you at Starbucks, like unless you were like, you know, like some people wouldn't even recognize him, yeah. but he created so many episodes that you love. But it's just like this guy is just kind of uh,
0: well, and Then it takes a unique um, person to be able to be uh, in a room of all creative people and say, um, how can we shape all of this to something that everybody is agreeable to? So, I mean, we, like, you know, it's like you don't want to like, you, like, you don't want to give Lucas like so much credit uh, because he wasn't the sole vision, but he worked with enough people that helped create this universe that he, you know, is like, I have an idea, and everyone's like, well, like, like Ralph McQuarrie is like, I have spaceships, he's like, those are cool looking, we're going to use those, right, right, you know. So it's like you just, you have like someone that's able to. See the worth in something and tie it all together, not necessarily be the one that made it like that drew out every single thing or sketched every idea. And I think Mets is one of those guys. It's like, you know, he probably had some good individual ideas, but it was able to recognize what works, what doesn't work and bring it all together. And that's that that takes talent, Mm -hmm. you know, and also to know whenever because you love something doesn't mean it's always best. Yeah, yeah.
1: you know, he did have like a hard time with certain things, and I can appreciate a lot of that, like like having conflict and writing stuff and doing stuff with other people in a group, and world building. Because one of the things I enjoy as a hobby is world building. I love putting a story together and creating it, and then saying, "Oh, well, what about this over here? How does this play into this?" Yeah, you know, it's if anybody has ever DM'd or ran a game for anything game master dungeon master you you know what it's like i mean a lot of people use pre-made stuff but when you you hammer it out and build it your own it comes to life and it's very exciting and i've I've had that experience too this guy obviously has multiple times and he's made a hell of a career out of it
0: yeah so hats off jealous as hell that you got (laughs) to i mean it's basically i mean i'm not saying this guy didn't work his ass off because clearly he did you know right place right time right people Mm -hmm. but it's like oh i got to run away to the circus for 20 years and i get to come out the other end and like with a loving family the like adoration of the world and you know and and a lot of money and i'm um, early 40s and i could just kick back and have boat drinks the rest of my life if i wanted to yeah but that but those type of personality types don't just stop you know like when uh when cliff uh was it, cliffy b left cliff uh Blazinski, yeah, yeah when he left
1: uh what was it, epic uh. It's
0: like you know he wasn't going to just be like I'm done, you know. Like no, it's just yeah, like, and yeah, that's so, what I think about Madsen.
1: Yeah. Like I know Metzen said he's retiring; he's not going on to another company. I have a feeling give him a, maybe at least five years, he'll pop something out. Yeah. So, so anyway, but um, going on to uh, one bit of news that that I definitely was like I got to talk about this. So so Marvel, Marvel publications, and I've been I've been behind on my comics because after I have moved and, and started like unpacking and like just taking care of house things. I have not given myself ample time to like sit down and read books. I, they've been piling up. And the other day, I started reading some of them and trying to get caught back up. But um, uh, Marvel announced that they're going to take their their Civil War 2 event. So they they did a sequel to Civil War in the comics as an event. It was supposed to be their summer event. It started in May um, with Free Comic Book Day. It kicked off, like I want to say it's like issue zero something. And... <laughs> it set the groundwork and the premise for civil war two and i don't remember what it was originally slated to finish but it was their summer event it was probably supposed to be over by like now. the beginning of september yeah. now um and literally in may by the i think i want to say like beginning of june to like the end of june they had already pumped out four issues of this event so now they have announced a delay a second delay Because they announced another delay. Wow. A second delay that this event will not be completed. It's slated to complete a ninth issue because Bendis wanted to add two more issues. A ninth issue, uh, December 28th. (laughs) So their summer event, which started in May, is going to be a seven-month event. And the thing that is terrible about this is that... They're gonna continue other publications that they already have planned. So the repercussions are gonna
0: be out there before the main storyline's open. Yeah. Up. <laughs> so you're
1: gonna be reading books where um, you know, the aftermath of Civil War is gonna be happening and this happened with Secret Wars. With Secret Wars it was only about a month and a half, but okay. they really did drag their feet with Secret Wars. So and it was right around the same time. So I don't know what's going on. Like like with this I know like David David Marquez, who is drawing Civil War two, he just had a baby. Which I mean, you you have nine, a good nine months to plan for that, so start drawing, and like, <laughs> I and,
0: mean, you're right. There there's definitely an there's, end point to that. You right? don't like, you
1: don't just start drawing and then you're just like, oh, I'm gonna take paternity leave because uh, I just had a baby. So, um, I don't know, get Scotty Young or something. Yeah. Just you know, you know, don't get over who the hell you. Can got you just to- take
0: all the pages I made and just re- like flip them over? And then it's like add new
1: dialogue. Yeah, right.
0: Whereas spider Man's now facing yeah. left. It's like, oh, it's a whole new panel. Hopefully know? they
1: don't do what they did because like David Marquez was writing Invincible Iron Man and then I can't remember the name of the guy that they got to start drawing that, but it's garbage. <laughs> um, and hopefully they don't do that with Civil War. They're like, oh yeah, you took over from Marquez before. Let's get you back on just, this. Be like, no. They're, 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 listen, we got like 30
0: panels of this... Uh, Hostess fruit pie, Spider-Man thing that we can just, <laughs> we just put that in there, put some dialogue in, Let's, we're fine. I think this Twinkie and this cupcake is Captain Marvel, uh, but <laughs> that would be uh, it would be wrong. But if you start sliding in artwork from like all these other books and just put in dialogue pertaining to Civil War, be like, I don't know what's going on, but this is crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, but no. So basically, they're not going to finish up the storyline. Like, like one book I really want to read that's coming out. I think that um, Mark Wade's writing is um, champions uh, that uh, involves like a lot of the kids in the Marvel universe, like you know uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, Miles I saw Morales. that they're breaking off from the Avengers. And they're breaking off, and and you're even going to have like that young Scott Summers from the the past, you know, because they brought the young teenage X Men into the future somehow. Don't ask uh, questions. Don't ask questions. Reasons, uh, uh, but. Like I'm looking forward to that book, you know, because I love that that dynamic the, the relationship all those kids have. So that's going to be out. I want to say in October, post Secret War or Secret Wars, post Civil War, and who knows what's going to happen. Well, this goes back to our talk about Flashpoint,
0: where I almost feel like it's cool to look forward to these big like game changing events. But yeah. do you have to have them all the time? Like I feel like that suffers. All these other books are kind of like it. it wouldn't surprise me if they had a couple books where you had like the one-off issues in there to try to keep time and space you know and it's like and it brings down the whole system so
1: like i don't know why well continuity is such an issue because like especially for marvel i mean like i've i've been well, trying to they just they just created their whole new world like they just finally got done with secret, what was it um secret wars. secret wars right and but then, like even dc like dc just started rebirth which is a massive success like rebirth is doing terribly well like it, it's I like how you snuck in terribly. Terribly as well. well yeah. Terribly well. Very well. DC
0: is terribly, terribly pretty well. good right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's a subconscious. No, but I'm I'm reading uh, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, and Flash off of a Flash. And I wanted to read Batman, but like that went like wildfire and I couldn't get a hold of most of the Batman issues when I tried to go in there. Um so like I've been reading those and those are really good. So I am reading DC. And, um, like, I don't know how long it'll hold the continuity together, but, the, I mean, that's, like, one of the problems that these guys keep having, like, with, um, uh, I think, I have i don't know if I brought it up on the podcast before about, like, how Miles Morales has been kidnapped, like, three times. In the, the in, Marvel Universe. In, in the Marvel yeah. Universe, in the course of about a month and a half. So, it's like, you know, he's in three different books. You know, he's got his own book. He's in All-New, All-Different Avengers as an as Avenger, and then he's also in... Um, All-New, All-Kidnapped Spider-Man. All-New, All-Kidnapped Spider-Man. <laughs> but no he's in he's an amazing spider-man like you know with peter and like like he gets kidnapped in amazing spider-man by regent and then like black cat captures him in his own book and then Annihilus captures him in all new all different avengers it's like who has miles morales like do they all just collectively just (laughs) like you didn't realize that's the
0: summer event next year they're working on it right now like (laughs) who's like catch miles morales yeah yeah that's you, that's
1: you see him in every book in the background somewhere. It's like, is he here now? It's like that's totally a Bendis thing too, because Bendis will be like, I love writing Miles Morales. It's like, oh God, but yeah. So like the timelines and stuff, it's so weird to kind of keep up with all that and make sense out of it. But I mean, come on, from May to December, that's a bit too much, you know? Because they're going to start um, a couple other events. Like I know, I think Spider Man has one called Dead No More, which I'm guessing is going to be a, a flip back on One More Day, where Mephisto They keep hinting at. Him they're getting his original getting life back. His original life back. You know how Mephisto messed everything up to bring Aunt May back. Yeah, yeah. They keep hinting at all that. We're talking
0: stuff. about some comics level three hundred there. With, yeah, uh, like you know what? Actually, yeah, here, no. my challenge to you, Joe, is at some point we should actually devote a little segment to one more day and brand is it brand new day was the one after that yeah. or, and, and the new day no not not the the tag team wrestlers but that'd be fine like, talking about new day like talk about maybe how the clone saga and um one more day just didn't quite work i think that might be kind of interesting i don't know i don't I think, know we could do that with yeah. a lot
1: of a lot of uh, uh runs i like that i mean i enjoy talking about flashpoint um i mean i i think it's fun to talk about i know a lot of people you know who don't there are people who follow comics pretty well but there are people who don't and they just leave it up to the tv shows and the movies which is fine but i don't want to get like you said level 300 about stuff but maybe you know we could talk about some more stuff like
0: i don't that. know i just think it just i just off the top of my head because I, I remember there was like spider-man as a, as a storyline and as a character uh create, creatively they went through a rough patch there for they went a, through a couple of rough yeah patches. And, and yeah
1: as far as i understand like Dan Slott is going to do another clone saga thing from what I've heard. And I was like, why? I'm like, I already can't stand you writing Spider-Man. But
0: anyway, (laughs) let's... uh, Joe's angry about Marvel. I am not
1: angry at Marvel. Uh, Marvel angry cast. (laughs) All right, so let's jump. Last bit of news. Uh, Turner TV... Has paid Disney two hundred and fifty million, which is going to be like half of Robert Downey Jr.'s salary for one movie. So they paid for that uh, to have um, Star Wars uh, part of TNT and TBS, and that means probably any any TV shows that they decide to create will be on TNT, TBS. Um, but it also gives them the rights to the seven movies to broadcast on TNT and TBS. Well, they so. got
0: they got the broadcast rights because I mean I think. I don't know if Disney would would be so quick to give them like, uh, universe control in terms of like making TV shows. I don't know. I mean, that's what I read they, in the article. I mean, that... maybe, maybe they'll, maybe, uh, Turner can gre- ask to green light stuff and then Disney can give a thumbs up, thumbs down. Kind of like how, um, Sony's kind of working with, um, with Fox. Not Sony, sorry. How Marvel's working with Fox for those, uh, X Men TV shows a little bit. Um, cause I mean, that seems weird because they own ABC and they own, um, was that that freeform station, which mm-hmm. used to be ABC Family, and they own all these outlets and the Disney Channel. So it's like, it seems weird that they'd sell like part of star wars away when they have so many avenues
1: to to have it like out there really weird um
0: but for for like what you call basic i don't
1: know is tnt basic cable anymore it's not basic it is basic cable okay yeah i I Um, don't know i don't i haven't had cable package in years so
0: now instead of seeing the shawshank redemption like 30 hours in a row it's going to be episode seven and then followed by a christmas story that's what's going to happen it's going to be those movies in and out i just it seems to me that like Especially with, I just don't know who that really profits. I mean, who, if someone's excited for Star Wars, who hasn't went to go either see it or buy it already? Yeah. Like, like, I wasn't like I was sitting here going to be like, man, when Epic goes to broadcast television with commercials and interruptions, that's when I wanted to see Episode seven. That just seems a little weird to me. It does
1: seem weird. It also seems weird that, like, you know, anybody would have TNT or TBS on in the background to get Star Wars to come through. It's like... I mean that's a lot. Of you know, money. I, I read just... I read that I read that stupid PR quote that they had for it. Like it's like, oh, we're excited to announce that it's gonna, that the entire saga is going to be available for for our viewers. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, who the hell has not watched these movie <laughs> movies that they're turning to TBS and TNT to like get uh, their first not probably not their first viewing, but it's like maybe they just feel like oh, Star Wars is on. I'll put it on.
0: Yeah. So I just I don't. Maybe there's something here that we don't see. I it just feels like. For that amount of money, it almost would be make more sense if I was if I was Ted Turner. Then I would be colorizing all black and white movies still. But if I was Ted Turner, it would almost be like we have this money. Is there a is there a, um, I don't know, an IP out there like a, like a property that isn't that well known that we could actually make our own? You know, like. It seems like everybody's chasing Game of Thrones right now, trying to come up with their own like high fantasy TV show. Everybody's trying to do what AMC's done. So why not actually develop original programming that may be based off a comic or something to get people hooked as opposed to spending money on Star Wars that everybody's already seen? I don't. It
1: seems a little weird to me. I just again. well, people don't want to gamble with their money. They they feel safe with Star Wars. Yeah, I like guess. if people like if like if Star Wars is on TNT or TBS, somebody's gonna leave it on, and then the ads are gonna run, yeah. and then TNT and TBS feel comfortable about that. Instead of like some brand new property, uh, you know that they could they could have a bigger success with. It's like as long as Conan or Brian can
0: do something I mean, with late night and making fun of it and having fun with it. That would be really yeah. cool.
1: I honestly, I think that would probably be the best thing is to have Conan like like pull some Star Wars well, stuff
0: because originally uh, when he. was was still part of NBC Universal, they had gotten the rights to Walker Texas Ranger. Do you remember that bit he used to do mm-hmm. where he had this lever by his desk that when he would pull it, it would play a random Walker clip out of context. Yeah. So I you'd think see I remember like that. this bit where you see a bad guy walking along and then there would be like a kick to the face from the bottom of the screen up. That didn't make any sense, but somehow Walker did that kick, and it was like, so you would never know what was coming next, or Haley Joe Osment just telling Walker that he has AIDS, like, just real quick, like, no context to the clip. It was really weird. It was really (laughs) funny. So, I don't know. Anyway, it's it's a lot of money for things that we already know and love. I mean,
1: if you're going to, and then $250 million to Disney is throwing money away, so just (laughs) use it on original content. God yeah um, i don't know like you know
0: what hey turner how about you guys make more more original like try your own wrestling thing again see how that works
1: yeah you i'm know. sure they were like huh disney's like huh sure 250 okay cool
0: yeah uh <laughs> that, that will now pay for our revamp of the tower Terror right. to a guardian of the galaxy yeah. ride yeah
1: be like anyway
0: so that any, any other news we got
1: no it's let's go over and uh head on down to south park and now for our feature presentation <laughs>
0: We're going to Casa Bonita. That's where we're going. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to go to Casa
1: Bonita so bad.
0: Um, all right. So tonight actually marks the the start of the 20th season Twentieth season of South Park. Yeah. I, I did stutter, but I had to remind myself. 20 seasons of South 20 Park. 20
1: seasons of South Park. Um, it's going to be 20 years old next year. Uh, I think there was a year they snuck like almost like a back-to-back type season in. Um, yeah. And, like. The original air date was August 13th, 1997. Yeah. It spun off of, like, Matt Stone and Trey Parker actually created two short features, and I think The Spirit of Christmas was the one that went viral. Um, originally, there was a South Park uh, short, and it wasn't even called South Park at the time. They re- literally just had the kids as characters um, in a animated featurette where they meet uh, Jesus and Santa Claus, and then Jesus and Santa Claus end up fighting because Santa's mad; it's his holiday, and Jesus is like, "No, it's my birthday." Um, <laughs> it's it's actually it, the the production quality compared to now is is pretty bad. Well, but, because
0: that was literally cardboard, not yeah. cardboard construction paper cut out and animated, mm-hmm. and so it was actually shot by shot, done very crudely.
1: Yeah, and they did that for a while with a lot of it. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I remember I remember like him throw like I think Jesus throws a hadoken. <laughs> And uh, the fireball hits Kenny, and that's when you get your first, like, oh, my God, you killed Kenny, you bastards. But a, a majority of it was, like, the shock value of the characters because the kids swore a lot. And that's, I think, what made the Spirit of Christmas so viral back then yeah. in, in, the, in the 90s. Um, so I remember when I was a kid, like, trying to get Comedy Central to come in because we had a satellite dish in the backyard and it was weird, like you could get anything, but you had to angle it. And I <laughs> wanted to watch South Park so bad when I was like in high school, and it just it wouldn't come in half the time, and I couldn't watch it. So
0: yeah, I kind of like. So a little bit about me. This tells you the the, the journey I went on my life. Uh, in '97, I was a sophomore in college, and um, or no, I was freshman. Anyway, freshman sophomore. And I went to a, I went to a predominantly Christian school, so the, whenever this first came out, everyone's like, I don't know about this. So I was very much like, oh, this seems like this would be, a, you know, a, a bad idea, It'd be very uh, corrupting to me. Um, but then I ended up watching it and laughing my butt off, and I was like, I'm cool with it now. Like at first I was like, I was taking the moral high ground, like I don't know if I'll like this too. This is really funny. So I kind of it was kind of becoming popular, and I was like, no, I can't possibly let that corrupt my mind. And now it, I'm just a piece of shit, so that's worked out really
1: well. <laughs> I find it weird because a lot of people I talk to they're they're not like huge South Park fans, and it always it always strikes me as strange because like you know you've got a lot of cartoons. We talked about this on the Saturday morning cartoon episode. Like a lot of cartoons for adults, you know, you have your your American Dad, your Family Guy, your um, uh, King of the Hill, your Simpsons. Um, South Park always found its niche. Uh, originally, I want to say it was originally like a lot of their satirical stuff was was some of it. I want to say was shock value, like they would say things or push the envelope for certain things, and they still do. Which you know, there's there's a lot of jokes that just kind of like make you shake your head but laugh really hard while you're shaking it. Yeah, um, I mean,
0: because you're right. Like at first, it was more outrageous because I know even what was it the, the 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 first or second season they actually had additional writers helping them, mm-hmm. and they didn't like the lack of control, they, they didn't like that. So they're like, nope, we're just going to do this ourselves. So the first few are kind of kind of odd, yeah. you know, and then, then they start finding things that honing their voice about what they think is ridiculous, and then that's where you get the satire. Like, that, like a lot of that, that really cutting satire started coming in later. Well, yeah, later. The,
1: the satire, it's
0: so funny to, oh, like... My Microsoft Office is ready to update. That's what we just heard. So,
1: yeah, I'm not going to update it. That didn't come through here, though. I heard it. Did you hear? It? Well, no, I heard it, but it. <laughs> oh no, they should only pick up the mics. Um, I think it went through. I think
0: I think we heard. Oh, Microsoft. cool. Well, yeah, everybody knows. Anyway. So um, if you guys want office, let me know.
1: I might I might activate it for you. So anyway, <laughs> I need office. All right, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Anyway, but um, no, like it, it's 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 amazing to watch the evolution of the satire of that show because like some of the stuff like in the like you said in the earlier like three or four like first three or four seasons, um you know, some of the stuff like the, um, the Mecca by Bar- and things like that and the Trapper Keeper, uh, like some of that's kind of ridiculous and like, but then they start to get it like, like touching in on like, like real, real world issues and things that are happening and they just get so over the top where like the subject matter is like, it, it, it it's, it's a, it's a satire of real life, but it's just like, I don't know how to, you know, some of the episodes like, um trying to think of uh not well, the more recent one. well the more recent ones are, are really hit home with like a lot of the stuff with the uh with well, like soda sopa and like <laughs> like all the pc like pc principle and all the stuff people yeah. do nowadays with social justice warriors you know poking fun at all that stuff it's like it, it, it it's kind of like crazy how they it's almost like they go on the internet and they find out all the stuff that's kind of trending on the internet and then you, they just poke fun at it
0: yeah i mean um so the 20 seasons right so um and I can remember even going back to like they they supposedly were going well they they did do this where they released an episode the the night after um, Obama won the election the first time mm-hmm. and how like the, how we how are they going to have an episode that actually reflects accurately what happened and they showed it and it wasn't about like who won the election they made this whole big like Ocean's Twelve thing about how like yeah. the whole thing is whoever gets to nominated a president is like the whole thing was just to get underneath the white house to get some kind of gym <laughs> like this whole thing so like just you thought that they were going to go this big political route and they really didn't they and went they, just like a don't. whole burglary thing set up like, you know.
1: i love how they like make everything so ridiculous like one of my favorite episodes is the episode where they go to the like the role playing old time west <laughs> and like it ends up like their their field trip yeah. yeah it ends up being like die hard but like the best part about it is these people show up who are like basically the villains from die hard to like hide from the cops in this old west like you know, town where these people will not break character even even during a terrorist hostage situation but all these terrorist people in tactical gear and everything are they're arguing about splitting up their, their what they stole from burger king yeah not the money the food yeah like they literally have bags of food from burger king and they're arguing about who that's what they stole and it's just like so ridiculous like wait a minute this is escalated to the point where you think they have like like millions of dollars in bail b- or uh, uh gold bond money or something like that. And it's just fast food. And it's just fast food. And and then then like on top of that you got these people who won't like like acknowledge that there's people with all uh, uh, machine guns there and they won't break character. It's it's just there's some episodes that are just like like they're it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I would argue that um
0: uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone uh, grew up with the series as well. Like they went off first, trying to do something that was funny, mm-hmm. and then they started getting angry about things, and they started like actually saying, "You know what?" Like, and then they also got angry at the creative process of being told what they couldn't do. So they would be like, "Okay, we can't do that," and then they would just kind of find a way to get their point across even more so. And it was like, um, it, I mean, you can even see that not not so much in South Park, but like in like a Team America, where it's like, "We can't do what with puppets," right? And then they went and did something so ridiculous that um when people were looking at their outrageousness they got to keep the cuts they wanted with some of the scenes so they weren't like they like they, they purposely shot like an x because they knew they would get the r like so they, they found ways of of getting what they wanted but they they surprised themselves at how far they're allowed to go once they kind of crossed that line um so i mean i and i think in terms of the satire too it's like at first people were outraged now like i don't like like you and i are talking for the show they released a teaser image of what's supposed to be the, the episode tonight, um, and it's almost like if had this been ten years ago, I would be like, "You can't do that." And now it's more like, "What are they going to say?" Yeah. It's almost like we're looking forward to like what the joke's going yes. to be, as opposed to can they do it? You well, know? like
1: last season, like I mean, not to get into all the episodes and different things, but last season when Mister Garrison decides to run for president with. <laughs> Caitlyn jenner yeah as his running mate was like i'm like i gotta find out what happens with this like i really want it, like just the whole joke of her like running people over all the time yeah like let's let's like oh everybody loves Caitlyn jenner in america let's not forget that she killed someone with a car yeah like you know it's like i love that south park is like like this is what this joke is because everyone seems to have forgotten that this person that everyone thinks is so brave is, uh, uh, has, has actually hit somebody has, with a car. Has committed yeah. vehicular homicide. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's just, like, there's stuff like that. Like, you're always ready to, like, find out what happened. But, like, there's there's so many episodes, like, and, and even some of them, like, um, like Kuhn and Friends, like, some of the uh, the stuff that they hit on where it's like, yes, these kids have never grown up over 20 years, but they always manage to hit on the 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 pretend and the make believe stuff that they do you know that's like translated into the video games with stick of truth I'm like dying to play uh, the the fractured butthole yeah um, you know which is the second game which you know a lot of people were like oh my god this game's called fractured butthole but they did like a play on words where it's like fractured b u t w h o l e so it's it's funny that they kinda like poke at that. So I
0: I'm thinking back to one of the earlier episodes I remember where they made like well actually then they had Chef as a character that he was kind of like he was the grown up so like even though the kids were saying ridiculous things like he was kind of like the audience in the sense mm-hmm. of like we know what
1: we're saying you know? Right um, but I'm thinking back there's an yeah, episode Yeah I never really thought the chef, like looked at chef like that but you're right the chef was kind of like an audience character cuz they would say things and he'd be like oh I shouldn't have said that yeah. it's
0: like you know that he knew what was going on Right um, there was an episode early early on where they had the South Park uh, flag where it showed it, it showed a lynching of you know like like of a, a black figure with four white figures around mm-hmm. it and then they asked the kids to make a new flag and they did and it was the same lynching scene but all the characters were it was like all rainbow different colors of the rainbow and they're like no, 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 it's like we didn't want, they're like, oh, we didn't, they, they were trying to make like a, a race thing, and they're like, oh, we don't see that now, because we're all told that everybody's the same, so they kept it still, people committing violence, but it was all different colors, Yeah. so it's like the kids didn't really learn a lesson, but the grown-ups were confused by what happened, so it was like this really weird thing, where it's like it, it, it was making a point, and you're like, this is, but they still have that weird like that, like that childlike innocence that they apply to everything. And yeah. it, it's like, and that always brings it back, you know. And it, um, it is
1: amazing how they can use that innocence to kind of like tell certain jokes. Like um, Butters is the most innocent kid ever. I love Butters, and he
0: goes through hell. And he doesn't even know it sometimes. Butters,
1: oh my gosh, the one where he gets on the online chat with uh, the. Um... <sighs> With like the 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 pedophile guy, the, yeah, the North American uh, men, the Mambla, boar, man, the love boy, yeah, 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 those guys, and he just has no clue what's yeah. going on. And then like every time he gets on trouble, he just he's just like, oh, I don't know why I'm in trouble.
0: He's just... always worries we get grounded. That was his, his biggest worry is his parents are
1: going to find out and they're going to ground him. Like the El Montaquia episode <laughs> is like one of the like when he just like the like the kids are literally playing make believe in the backyard and like I can't remember was it oh yeah it was like you had the Mexicans they were playing they were playing border Board, patrol B- border patrol which and, is wrong in itself but it's kids playing a made up game kids, basically cowboys and indians but like you had yeah. the, like the Mexicans and then the other kids obviously Cartman was border patrol and like <laughs> and then like after they got done playing make believe somehow Butters ended up i, I don't remember the whole he episode. He got lost cuz he was hiding He got lost cuz he it, was hiding yeah. from border patrol and then like these people found him and like, they, like he told like he was still make-believe playing, and these people thought he was really Mexican, even though Butters is probably the whitest blonde kid ever. Yeah. And, like, they kept calling him El Montequilla, and then, like, <laughs> he went to their house, and they, like, paid him to do all this stuff, and, like, just, like, if he was a maid, and then, like, somehow he got deported back to Mexico, but when he gets to Mexico, he ends up, like, starting this huge Mexican revolution. <laughs> it's just, yeah.
0: like... Yeah. <laughs> I I, so you're right. Like, they take these ideas, and this they, they run with them where it's, like, they, they take what is already absurd to them... And then show you how absurd it is. Like, right? To, like, I think and, and they don't they don't shy away from anybody. No, like it's they're 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 not afraid to be like, like, oh, we're so like they don't do. It's almost like they they avoid taking one side because then someone could be like, oh, well, this, then you're completely protecting this other side. It's like no, everybody's open. Like, and it's and that's the part I respect about it, where it's like, like they basically made it. They made a commitment early on, especially we're we're talking about this before the show about how. Uh, when Isaac Hayes left the show because they did a Scientology episode, they said either everything's um, funny or nothing is, and that's the they've lived by like everything has to be funny. Yeah, like so they don't they don't go over go back and say no 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 we can't do that.
1: Well, even when they did like you know the World of Warcraft episode, which was was kind of gr- like a groundbreaking you know cross type promotional episode, like they used in game graphics while these kids were playing World of Warcraft. You know, and these kids have played multiple games. Like they did. um they did Guitar Hero, they did Minecraft, you know, and every episode where these kids are playing video games, they don't actually get to use any type of, like, video or anything from the game, but Blizzard actually let them use the animation from the game for the, the episode. It's, it's like, really cool.
0: And and, and they weren't afraid to take the, take a shot at, like, the guys are sitting around and doing nothing. Yeah. And just eating Hot Pockets and getting ill, and, uh-huh. and just, like, they were not afraid to make fun of the, the like, the extreme... Uh, idea of what a, a basement gamer is right and Blizzard was like fine with
1: it yeah like, they were like okay and and, and that's the thing is, is that they satire the, the gamers like I'm sure like you know the people were super excited I remember I was super excited to watch the episode because I played WoW a lot at the time and
0: it hurt to watch it but it was it, funny
1: yeah you're right it does and it's like for the people that are WoW players it's like you sit there and you're like Oh yeah, there are a lot of people out there like that cuz it's like these kids basically are in a basement and like there's like a scene where like Cartman calls his mom down to bring like a poop bucket so he doesn't stop <laughs> he doesn't playing stop a game, playing yeah. a game and like the one quote from the episode where the blizzard execs are like they're like they're like how do you kill that which has no life yeah like there's um there's uh, a guy who played
0: way too much and like they basically said that for him to he's unkillable in the game because yeah. of how supposedly how much time you put yeah in.
1: he can't be killed because he has no life because he, no he plays wow yeah. there's a um leoric from diablo quotes that when you play him in heroes of the storm yeah like you're doing stuff he's like you cannot kill which that has no life
0: well, and then even in uh, World of Warcraft later, there's um, the Sword of a Thousand Truths is an item yeah. that you can pick up an actual sword, and it's and it has a quote that goes, "As foretold by Salzman," and it like and it's like it, Salzman was not accounting; he was the one that gave the the prophecy in the in the episode. Yeah. So they make a direct reference like to, to the, episode. the show, yeah, yeah. So which is cool, yeah. Um, um. but for them to do that and, and and just just like there's a weird love about when they like when they skewer something like that, but also you get the idea they can be absolutely terrible to whatever thing that they hate on. But then there's times where it's like, there's this weird genuine heart that comes out of it too. Mm. Like um, I I think it's because of the characters like butters is always the eternal optimist. So like when he starts a kissing company, you know, he's a pimp, you know, he's like, he's actually started an entire prostitution ring. He didn't know it though. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you, you still see them kind of, I don't know. It's like, there's a warmthness that comes out of the character still like, like Randy, Randy's like, he wants to be a good dad. He wants to be a good guy, but you can tell he's not happy with his job and always gets distracted and goes off and does things. And it's just like, he has a real sense of like pride, like, mm-hmm. it's, but it's like, you can relate to him, whether it's buying a blockbuster that is no longer, people don't want to go near <laughs> or wanting to have the largest shit, like for world records sake. Oh yeah. Like it's just, you, you still kind of like you sympathize with Randy. Like, I don't know what it is. Like you just, I, I, I think that there's shows out there that are mean spirited and, that are funny but they're just they, they just don't have the same type of like like you don't care about the characters right you know and, and the characters
1: like, in south park because i mean 20 years it's just like the simpsons 20 years you have a lot invested in a lot of the characters and some characters have come and gone but like you know uh the, like randy's like one of my favorite characters butters is my favorite character um like my girlfriend loves south park and she is she's a huge cartman fan cartman's her favorite character everybody really loves cartman um, you know, it, it's just, there's so many different characters where you're just kind of like, like even little ones, like the, um, uh, sh- the city, the shitty walk uh, oh, yeah. owner, like yeah, the one yeah. episode they did with shitty walk in the, the, ch- the Japanese one where they did the peace tower. <laughs> like that I mean, one was, yeah. that one was great. Was like wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's so many episodes where you're like, that's a great episode is wrong. There are a few hit and miss episodes. I mean, don't get me wrong. not everything's like golden, but it's really hard to not sit down and watch a couple episodes of South Park on Hulu or something and not just crack up. Well, so we we, we talked about this with like Saturday morning cartoons and
0: then how like during that episode how things kind of tried to match like there's there's audiences and as they grew up like the cartoons got a little bit more sophisticated. Um, it's like it's almost like South Park knew that like junky animation almost like you almost get distracted by like you see that and you're like you don't take it seriously so when they come out of left field with a really hard take on something it's this weird juxtaposition that they can get away with and it's like and it's it's interesting because it's like all these are badly drawn characters and it's like it's just you just see a simple cartoon but with a lot of a lot of thought behind it um and it's just I, i feel like we are our sophistication grew up with them too, where I think we talked about this before with the Saturday morning cartoons and then moving on to the Simpsons, how the, them and like South Park helped bridge this gap of where we can expect a bigger conversation out of these shows and still laugh our ass off at. And I'm not saying every episode of South Park lands because there's some that is kind of like, okay, that I see what you're going for, but it's not funny, but I appreciate you trying. Mm-hmm. And then you get something like the imagination trilogy, that just knocks you on your ass and it's just so amazing so i'll give them every one of their misses because i know there's going to be a, a really big hit coming
1: yeah you know um yeah. there's even there's i mean there's ones i know the the one episode where they go um zip lining is kind of like you're just like what the hell's going on
0: yeah it wasn't that great but then like this past season you got the one where even it was weird because like the last two seasons actually follow continuity like they kind of each episode kind of falls off yeah the last, i think which what, hasn't been what they've done they've, before yeah they've never really told
1: it told a story throughout a season which is kind of the first one that they do like i really liked this last season where the whole thing ended up being that pc principal and um uh the one girl was it shelly it wasn't shelly what was her name i just remember when he would go off on her in the the assemblies but um that would always crack me up but like they ended up being ads like like advertisements like yeah and it was a a weird
0: idea but it's after a while you're like okay i see living
1: advertisements and then like how jimmy couldn't like jimmy could foresee if they were ads and it's funny because like after that episode i started thinking about that with our show because i remember that came out on our show i was like i was like man i'm like i'm like i wonder if people think we're sponsored content now because you know when we talk about stuff, I'm like you know even right now people will probably be like, "Oh, these guys are just Comedy Central sponsored content because they like." You no, know. this is brought to you by Spider Man. Yeah, and Spider Man, Spider Man. Yeah, Invasion of the Podcast, completely Marvel sponsored content. <laughs> um, but no, it's by it's Spider-Man. true because like I started looking at articles and things differently after I saw that. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, these this just is stupid sponsored content. This has nothing to do with journalism or like reporting on anything.
0: But, but like like I think um like last season like the episode that makes me laugh the hardest though is the one with randy where he goes to the whole foods and gets guilted and oh geez and it's like it speaks to a very specific thing and it's like and uh so like that's another thing too is that they their their targets constantly moving um and so it's and again this is one of the only shows that i get excited for like whenever there's like like ridiculous news that's going on it's like they're probably going to have a take on it and mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be interesting right um it's it's not like it may not always be like gut-bustingly funny but it's going to be it's going to be interesting like there was the one um the one with ike where he uh was going through puberty early because i guess you found out his meds got switched by accident but there was this whole big storyline in the background that's basically talking about the affordable health care act mm-hmm. with um uh with his name mr hankey um was uh trying to get like the school system to work right it was basically making fun of that the entire time and it's like man that was that was a really big concept to talk about like one thing you yeah. know and they did it and it's i mean i wouldn't say it's actually a, a terribly funny episode but they put it in the context of an elementary school like how do, like how does that work you know yeah. like
1: um well, we just watched um every every 9-11 uh for i don't want to say like as like a memorial thing, but- <laughs> We, Amy, or my girlfriend always honor. Yeah, well my girlfriend always watches the 9-11 episode the the mystery of the urinal deuce which is like they
0: with, they, with the the, the hardly boys with the hardly
1: boys yeah, yeah which with the raging clues like <laughs> like uh but like but like even that like where they take they take something serious like 9-11 because i think it was like a year or two after 9-11 and they you know they gave it time i, I think but even if they didn't, it was like they jumped right into it and they, then they, they started poking fun at like the government's involvement and then, like at first, it turns out that the government really did plan it, but then it turns out that they didn't, and instead, they created all the conspiracy groups to make people think they have control. And it's just like, what the hell? And then somehow it ties all the way back into Stan crapping in a urinal, <laughs> like. And the whole episode is is the Hardly Boys trying to figure out who crapped in the urinal, but then they uncover the truth about nine eleven conspiracies because it's not even about nine eleven. You find out it's just about the conspiracy theories and then like mr like mr Mackey running around trying to find out who did it too because every time he talks about somebody pooping he changes the way he says it oh and that's just and then like everybody giggles but it's yeah i don't know so
0: do you feel like um for as long as they still want to make it because i know comedy central keeps giving them like like here's much money as you need oh you want to go from like uh two eight episodes like halves of a year to like whatever What was it before it was uh was it eight episodes a half season? It used to be something like that. Now yeah. they just do eight the eight episodes and that's it, or ten episodes.
1: I think so, something
0: like that. So they're like, yeah, we do we do seasons? Comedy Central's like, that's fine. Just keep making it. Um, how much longer do you see South Park going? I don't know. What would
1: The Simpsons run go thirty?
0: It's still going. Yeah,
1: it's still going. Yeah. So I mean, I hope it. I hope it does. I. I mean, I. I know it has to eventually end. Like Trey Parker and Matt Stone are just not going to keep going all the way, you know, but. I, and it's funny too, because I talk to people about South Park. I'll be like, oh my gosh, did you watch the new South Park? And they're like, no, God, I haven't watched South Park in like years. I'm like,
0: yeah, that's, I like, don't understand hey, how you don't want to. I mean, yeah. for me as a fan of it, I always, I, I want to watch it, yeah. you, know? you know? Um, I mean, do you think people, like, uh, do you think that they feel like they outgrow it? Uh, which I don't I like. F-
1: well, I feel like people watched it when it was, like we talked about, when it was kind of a novelty and it was just kind of, like, shocking. Mm-hmm. And nobody's watched it in, like, you know, the recent years where it's like, you know, like, the, the satire has gotten a lot stronger and heavier. And, you know, it's funny because, like, I remember I was trying to tell somebody about the the whole Soda Sopa thing where, <laughs> you know, they they basically take, like, these um these garbage houses and turn them into the historical districts into these new like uh renovated like lofts and like but you still got like all this crap all over the place yeah where it's like a ghetto but then they're building like wine tasting bars and things like that (laughs) in there and i'm just like it it, and uh what did i compare it to i compared it to something like tremont (laughs) you know i was like it's basically making fun of tremont yeah and um and it's just, and you know, I tried explaining to somebody and they just kind of didn't get it. And I'm like, we, and it's funny because, like, we'll always have these inside jokes because, like, we'll always talk about the villas at Kenny's house. Yeah. Whenever we see lofts, I'm like, oh, look at those villas at Kenny's house. Like, when it's just, like, obviously a new piece of construction that's, like, some beautiful condos, but it just looks out of place. Yeah. You know, and when we go to Whole Foods, we always joke about the. Um, taking the, the sandwich. Taking it out of the sandwich. Looks, he's yeah. like, you
0: got to pull it real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um and i know like almost daily it just feels like anytime happens anything at work happens with the internet now ever so often i'm like oh, you know i heard they have it out california way internet they have it out that way it's just like it's always just like one of those things that you just like the i have so many things i probably say because of randy and just everything else like i i Randy's my spirit animal it feels like at times you know and I, love Randy. I just uh like I will watch the the Cream Fresh episode like <laughs> <laughs> with the, I don't know something I'll watch that Fresh. one all the time that one makes me laugh so hard um I mean I know we celebrate we just like oh we like South Park and it also like whenever they took apart Game of Thrones and did their whole Black Friday thing that was amazing and it was really funny and it, and then you find out that it was basically their lead up to their video game and it was really funny how it's like the way that episode ended pretty much is the start of the stick of truth. And that game was in development for years. Mm-hmm. It was really like, and of course they obviously tailored it, but it was like, really, I don't, for a show that looks like it's just a bunch of like, um, like gross humor, the planning in that must be ridiculous, you know? And I know that sometimes they'll say they don't have an episode idea until like that week. I think that's changed recently, but the, you know, it's just, it, 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 there's a lot of things that have to go on for them to make a show look that
1: junky. You
0: know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's, we put it's we put
1: together shows in like 48 hours, sometimes five. Yeah, but we're
0: not animating <laughs> it. You know,
1: like um, still.
0: And and I also wouldn't hold us up at the same esteem as South Park. You know, like no, uh, no, no, no. Um, though I do die at the end of each episode. You just don't know it. Yeah. Um. So I know we've mentioned real quick uh, episodes we liked and it, like just off the top of your head. Just to wrap it up here. Like absolute. Like if you had to go home right now and watch South Park what would be like the, like the the couple you go to
1: I don't even know honestly I could literally just like cuz there's there's 19 seasons I could just go like spin the wheel and if it stops I could probably pick out of you know cuz how like Hulu has them all lined up I mm-hmm. could I could probably just pick one and just be like oh I love this episode <laughs> like like I think the Lord of the Rings episode is one of my favorites and a lot of the stuff with the make believe when the kids do make believe stuff um, like one
0: where they're playing cops and all of a sudden they end up
1: being like given badges by the cops to go bust up a drug house yeah, yeah. and the one where they're ninjas where they do the anime oh, was it animation it was super one? fun happy time where they call that one yeah, yeah. and they yeah. they they end up getting um uh the 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 ninja stars and the the weapons from the um from the the flea market and yeah. the guys just like all right whatever I'll sell these to you, you know and then then Butters gets a ninja star in his eye <laughs> like that's and then they don't know what to do and they just leave him. Like, that's yeah. exactly what kids would do. do. They would yeah. just be like, "Oh crap, we hurt our friend. Uh, let's just get out of
0: here." Yeah, um, yeah. It's I feel like yeah, like a lot of the Butters episodes. Like I said, the kissing company one is great. Uh, the first one with Kanye West is really funny. Uh, yeah, the, that's the fish another one where ones. I'm always like, oh, "What are you, gay fish? Yeah, are you eating fish sticks." <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, the, uh, the second one they did where The Hobbit came out, and he keeps talking to Kim about being in The Hobbit. That, that's really funny, too. It's that like, one are, you really funny. are you a yeah. hobbit? Are you sure you're not a hobbit? <laughs> yeah. Man, no, she got all these friends, like a dragon and a wizard. <laughs> Wait, and they're like, that's a hobbit. He's like, what are you talking about? oh. Like,
0: uh, and even though the episode isn't funny, I love, I mean, it's funny, but it's not like gut-bustingly funny. The one where they get convinced to take the whale and put it on the moon. Because they feel if someone lied to them and said, "Oh no, the whale!" They they, they these guys working at like SeaWorld made Sam, The kids believe the whale was talking to them. It was like, "Oh, I need to go back to the moon," and they get this entire plan in place to send a whale to the moon. And the credits is just this dead whale on the moon. You see the credits roll by. It's like they were successful, but they killed a whale. And they and they thought they did the right thing. Like so, I just, yeah. I don't know. I I enjoy like and then also remember there was that that weird break between seasons where they had uh, the one where Stan was getting old. Like he turned
1: like eleven or yeah, something. Yeah, It was a cynicism. Yeah. Like he like, would he- hear it, everything sounded like, 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 like shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that was, was that then I mean like like commentary like that, like when you do get old and you're like you're like, what is this crap on the radio? Like <laughs> you know, like be like, Oh, I'm totally getting out of this phase. It's like like we were talking about that like months ago, like, um, you know, not to not to, to get off topic, but it's just like hip hop music and like R and B. Like Yeah. Like we were, I was talking to somebody and they're like they're like, Yeah, I mean like the newer stuff I don't really like, but my God, I love this stuff from, like, 1990-whatever. And <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's that's exactly like what that South Park episode is speaking to. Like, how you just see or hear things, and you're just like, that's garbage. That's garbage.
0: And, and then, like, Randy was trying to be like, no, 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 I no, everything sounds great to me. Yeah. Like, he was not wanting to give up his youth. Like it's
1: <laughs> And the whole Lord oh. thing. Remember when Randy was Lord? Yes. Uh, oh, that was and weird. Lord even went along with that. Like, I remember they interviewed her. And she thought it was funny. She thought it was hilarious.
0: I mean, I, to be... To be skewered by South Park is like it's it's, it's kind of high honor. It's it's, it's almost it's, like getting and, getting a Weird Al parody made after one of your songs. Like and, you just kind of got to roll with it. And
1: especially considering they hate most A list celebrity movie stars because they just think that like the whole society is just terrible. So like when they decide to pick on you, you know, other than your typical like you know you know, Kim and Kanye type faces and things like that and Oprah like that. What that, about
0: Jennifer Lopez's Cartman's like hand puppet? Oh, yeah. well uh, Jennifer Lopez when, or whatever, like you know, the taco
1: flavor kisses. We'll have to if you guys go to Madame Tussauds like you, you need to. You need to do a Jennifer Lopez hand puppet, like get get, get a pen or something. And draw one. And draw one because when we went and Ben Affleck's there, like I have my hand next to him, like talking. Oh, so you and okay, she took so, a punch and it looks like I'm trying to punch Ben Affleck and I'm like, no, that's Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> so, oh, <Ben.
0: laughs> so like so like we talked about this last week. Next week, and we're gonna wrap up the show, here a little later to talk about it. Um, we're going to Vegas next week because i'm i'm getting married uh to mary so which i tried convincing her that i want to refer to her as my girlfriend who i'm married to and she didn't like that idea so she wants to do the wax museum so maybe we'll do the the uniform i might i might
1: go with you guys because i always love going to the wax museum yeah. it's it's I mean, as long as i got some newer stuff but because yeah. it's fun to pose with all those things. Uh, that, that would be, yeah, we should do that. So, um,
0: all right. So, South Park, wonderful. Uh, the new game's coming soon. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be one of the few ones I buy brand new, day one. Yeah. Um, I did truth. that with Stick one of my Truth. Fa- it's one of my favorite games of all time. And if, you, if you've not had a chance to play Stick of Truth and you like South Park, but maybe maybe you haven't watched South Park recently. Do yourself a favor and play that game, uh, even though it's chock full of references to some of the newer stuff too. Mm-hmm. The through line on that is hysterical and just that just it's a
1: wonderful. Well, experience. even the gameplay is amazing because they went back and they were like, "We love the turn based Final Fantasy games. Like let's let's do that. You know, if you love those old school role playing games where it's like you got the the priest, the wizard, and you know the paladin, it's like that's what you get with this, and it's kids." make believe playing and 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 the game plays out, and there 's like a lot of familiar easter eggs there 's the the writing 's really good like i i, I don 't think I ever laughed I laughed so hard playing a video game when they did the Chloe Kardashian had the biggest abortion ever, and then you have to fight the big abortion as a monster
0: then then there 's the whole uh thing too where you're having a fight with underpants gnomes in the middle of a really graphic scene that I cannot talk about.
1: Oh my god yeah.
0: And it's like I I was like oh okay that's funny because you you see what's going on but then next thing you know you're like you're right beside whatever it is going on. You're like, that can't be. And then the real-time event happened. You're like, that just happened. And it's like, and this is the things that they knew they can get away with because they had a mature rating as opposed to like, it was oh, just. yeah. Yeah, it just, you got and then also later on when when you have to deal with Mr. Slave. Um, oh, you know, yeah, like, the Lemmy Winks adventure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, play that game. Play it, play it, play it. It's it's wonderful and funny. Um,
1: but yeah, jump in the last two seasons of South Park. You'll definitely kind of enjoy them.
0: Yeah. And PC principal? Like that's I love P C principal. He's one of the greatest additions in recent memory to that show. I don't
1: ever I know they, they set it up like in last season to kinda almost get rid of him, but I don't want him to ever go away. He's
0: he's in the game. Did you see him? They, yeah, they, I saw they, him in the game yeah. when
1: Cartman lets him out and he's yeah. just like, he's like I need your help. I'm like, Yes, PC principal. Yeah, I hope they bring him back. So you P C um, bro? <laughs> um so yeah, anyway, like
0: uh let us know what your guys' favorite South Park episodes are, uh, favorite characters, uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, it's Invasion of the Podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at Invading Podcast, um, and we have a Gmail address. It's Podcast at gmail.com. Not what I typed earlier when I was trying to log in, which was Invading Podcast. That's a way different show. Um, it's just cats talking about mm. geek stuff. So, um, All right, so uh, we're going to move on. To uh, our game, um, and, he, and it's another celebration of an older franchise. Now we know,
1: and knowing is half the battle. G.
0: I. Joe.
1: So, GI Joe turned old. T- it turned old. It turned old, but it turned thirty, thirty-three. Something, yeah. I mean, it turned thirty-three. Man. Yeah, and we were just talking about this on the way over. was like we just had the He-Man one. It's He-Man turned thirty, thirty-one, thirty. No, so. thirty-four. Yeah, I don't. Really I don't know. know. Yeah, um, but no, it's it's funny because uh, both the shows kind of came out um, in the fall of their respective years. Um, but yeah, August, uh, or I am sorry, August, September twelfth, nineteen eighty three was the first aired episode of GI Joe, um, which uh, we've I've talked about that GI Joe was or- originally a concept for Agents of Shield. Yeah. Um, um so you got you got your uh terrorist organization like quote-unquote like hydra turned into cobra and then you had all these different people with special skills with code names
0: yeah so, so um we're not going to do like know your mans like we did last time though that was really entertaining we decided to go in a little different direction so we know gi joe had their psa so you know knowing is half the battle yes uh there was 35 of those i just looked that up Ooh. by the way
1: um and that so, show ran for three years yeah so 35 i wonder if i'm sure they cycled a lot of those they in probably there. cycled yeah. a lot yeah, yeah they probably added some and cycled some. because
0: so. we as we talked about during our saturday morning show that the a certain amount of time had to be devoted to educational stuff so that's how a lot of that like he-man had those too, where they yeah. snuck in like you know those messages at the end just because they had to fulfill this bit but it made more sense for gi joe because these are the good guys so why wouldn't you want them going out there and helping you right you And know? The, yeah
1: i feel like that was things that like you know people of the military would do whenever they were like talking to like civilians and stuff yeah so don't don't pick up live wires that are on the road
0: yeah so i decided that so body massage
1: (laughs) body body um i uh
0: i wrote down (laughs) like so i looked at the titles of them i got 10 of them here but i made up 10 that aren't Uh, actual psas okay so you tell me either like it's going to be one or the other um all right uh knife safety tips or running away isn't the answer
1: i'm gonna say Knife safety tips?
0: Uh, running away isn't the isn't the answer. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking, like in the eighties, it's like, you, you, like you wouldn't it wouldn't occur to you, like, oh, hey, a kid can have a knife, it'll be fine, you know. Like, I mean, it's the, like you got a Joe, you could tell, like there'd be a, like a bushwhacker or whatever the Joe is, like you know, like yeah, here's how you use a knife, you know. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, all dogs are your
1: friends, or don't pet strange dogs. Don't pet strange strange okay. dogs because I remember that. Uh, Cause that's the one where it's the computer. <laughs> is it?
0: So what Joe's talking about is early, early internet. Um, <laughs> talk about oh, the, someone went through and dubbed all the the GI Joe PSAs and made them weird and changed the, like just changed a little bit about them and like overdubbed them. And I maybe was, I maybe I was like the YouTube page on the the page because you guys have not seen them. It's like like the humor doesn't feel as strong now because everybody's out there making fun of everything. But in the context that this stuff's like over ten years old, there's no context to it. It's, it's, it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, funny. Yeah. And
1: like, there's no way to explain it. But they, they, yeah, they take yeah. all the PSAs and they overdub them to make no sense. <laughs> it's
0: very like early. Like it, it seems like something Adult Swim would have done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So wait forty five minutes before swimming after eating, or don't swim during a thunderstorm. Swimming and eating. Nope. Don't swim during a thunderstorm. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah okay this one's uh, always wear a life jacket or always have a towel oh life jacket okay I thought I'd try to sneak a little hitchhiker's Guide to the galaxy (laughs) in there um don't take drugs without your parents there, or don't take drugs. <laughs> don't take drugs. Nope. Don't take drugs without your parents being what? there. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's obviously like, probably like, like cough syrup or something. Cough syrup,
1: pre yeah. <laughs> I like, just thought
0: like throwing out don't take drugs would be like, that's an important I, message. All
1: I can think about is like a kid doing a line of Coke and then be like, yeah, mom's right there. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs>
0: um. Be careful around frozen ponds and lakes, or don't drink poison no matter how good it tastes.
1: Oh, I remember the ponds and lakes one.
0: <laughs> I was just trying to just like you know, it's like that poison taste. Is good. Don't drink it. <laughs> it's the best. Like the one of the Joe's is like, I know that the eighty freeze tastes really good. Don't drink it. Um, all right. Blind doesn't mean you cannot see how to solve problems. Or girls can do math too. Blind. Okay. I was trying to sneak some eighties, like you know, like Scarlet like, comes in and like, tries to you be, you know, like girls can do math too. Ultra you know? feminist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um all right you'll never uh learn without trying or everybody loves a winner
1: never learn without trying <laughs> i really don't think that their psa would be like
0: <laughs> everybody loves a winner like, like hey billy i know you didn't if, win but that kid won and everybody if, loves him if you're not first you're last <laughs> um all right uh have your eyes tested or eat more bran
1: have your eyes tested
0: yeah that seems like a, like an odd one to
1: yeah yeah
0: oh, let's see what else we got here
1: okay um you ever wonder like I never did it but I want these kids come up to their parents like I want to go get my eyes tested I'm like if a kid told me that'd be like what <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with your eyes um, G. Joe told me I'd be like shut up <laughs> how to
0: stop a house fire or how to stop a nosebleed
1: uh god how to stop a house fire know how to stop a nosebleed really
0: and there there was one in there that uh, was like um don't call the fire department and a burning house. <laughs> What's the name of it? It's like, it's like, hey, if the house is burning around you, don't stay there and try to call the fire department. Well,
1: there's the one that's the pork chop sandwiches one. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. you guys, um, If you guys go watch these, if you haven't watched well, the GI Joe PSAs, like, you can look them up, and I think these the fake PSAs come up more than the real ones. Yeah. But if you look up, like, computer, pork chop sandwiches, body massage. massage. Yeah. The body massage. Who wants a body massage?
0: And then there's just one of just where you see a kid like fall off a cliff and they cut it short and he just series like, oh shit, G.I. Joe. There's no heroes <laughs> to save him this is this kid falling off a cliff. Um, it's really funny. Uh, anyway, that was my attempt at throwing uh, some some wrenches in the works with the fake PSAs. Happy birthday, G.I. Joe. Yeah. Thanks for all your public service announcements. <laughs> yeah, and remember, girls can do math too. They but. can. <laughs> like well you remember like there's all that controversy like there's the barbie a couple years ago it was like she's like math is hard and it's like is that really what you want little girls playing with is like having like like something that they they idolize say math is
1: hard it was a really weird moment it makes them feel like it's all right yeah to, to Barbie not, can't really do math so but look at her she's got a convertible
0: yeah right um and so a malibu house <laughs> So, someone's adding something i somewhere. probably
1: should have taken any math classes because i don't have anything in malibu right
0: so um all right so that's gonna uh man that was uh i feel like we talked about a lot of things but we're we're coming in a like half hour shorter than we normally do this is crazy
1: like, look at us yeah look Watch at you. us we can talk about south park more now
0: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we're already out the door and on the way to on the on the way to vegas um so uh no show next week uh, for good reason, we're not going to be here. So, yeah. you guys could stare at your your uh, podcast app, and 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 sadly, nothing will show up. Yeah. Um, you can just look out your window, just wait for the podcast to come in. It's not it's not going to come in. Um, we will be out in Vegas. Um, I just I'll be getting married. I don't know what Joe's going to be doing, but I'll be getting married. I'm not getting married. <laughs> so he thinks Joe doesn't realize that that's actually I'm getting like I've tricked him into going out there with me. It's that, like an intervention. We're, we're getting married. Is what's happening. He doesn't know yeah. it um so it will be a lot of fun um we're going to do the wax museum i think you said something about a marvel thing out there they have
1: like an avengers thing at treasure island that's new i'm gonna check that out yeah
0: do we get to try out to be avengers because i'm not going to do so well with that i don't know i'll try (laughs) yeah uh and so yeah well i'm sure when we get back we'll have a lot to talk about there um so yeah everybody have enjoy your like i don't know like two weeks without me it's uh without us uh watch south park um and yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else other than I'll be a married man next time you guys hear me. I sound like a goddamn grown up. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Just shoulder shrug.
1: We'll talk about it when we get when we get back, <laughs> like at the end of uh, September
0: yeah i mean unless um joe like bets me like he like like you like like a decent proposal style where it's like here and you put you put put my hotel key on the table and be like there you go i bet him and then you just then you, you just lose me automatically and i go off and with then,
1: uh and then the casino owns you
0: yeah that could happen anyway all right so um yeah till till next time uh tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends they
1: and, two really don't even have to be your friends yeah just, no, just tell two people yeah, yeah. yeah.